Hey, what's going on, High TV? It's been a while. How have you guys been? Hope you guys are doing well. As we approach, aka Weed Month, 420's a couple weeks upon us. Let's get started with the news. Cannabis news now. Stay tuned. So we're going to start with California. In just three months of cannabis legalization, California have managed to, one, hand out 1,000, yes, 1,000 cease and desist orders for cannabis businesses who are not compliant, which means a lot of businesses are closing down. You have two-thirds of the state, two-thirds of California, one of the biggest states in America, does not allow cannabis businesses in their county so with that being said you only have cannabis businesses flourishing in a very small percentage of california even though that small percentage is a lot of land because california is a large place but even more people in california or more locations are not available so with that being said a lot of entrepreneurs are cooped up in one area and of course the counties that give out licenses licenses can only give out but so many licenses so what does that mean right so that means that you're going to have a lot of shortage fears where all the weed that passes all compliance rules are but so finite, right? Because these rules are brand new because the law only existed in January. Of course, there are some who were, you know, already ready because they had the politicians in their ear or they had connections that knew what the bill was going to be written, how to, you know, work their grow operation. They're fine. They're probably, you know, the cookies of the world, the gelatos, the jungle boys, you know, the big growers in California who are very, very popular. Now, for everyone else who is who wants to be that large it's not as easy right so if you're used to having a smaller client which is having smaller clientele and you have to stay compliant your weed's going to sell off much faster you're going to run out of product aka run out of business and lose business to somewhere else now that being said taxes in california yo, i already told you taxes came and say taxes taxes in california is higher than us on 420 in a couple of days all right, 35% sales tax on weed. Do you think that anybody in their right mind is going to say, you know what, I'm not going to go towards my local weed man who doesn't charge me sales tax and probably gives me below market value for weed. I'm going to go towards my dispensary shop while I'm paying 35% tax. That doesn't make any sense. No one, not no one, but most people wouldn't do that. So that being said, it looks like the black market in California is winning out. I mean, they've winning the battle so far, but who will win the war? I think regulation and legalization is going to win the war overall. You know, they call it white market, but I hate hearing that, you know, white black dynamic. Anyway, so weed dealers are winning right now because taxes are way too high. Uh, the product that's coming out isn't as great because people are in a rush to, you know, produce weed. And obviously it takes time and genetics in order to build a quality product. Now, that being said, I think the cream will rise to the top and you will have those businesses that survived the thousand cease and desist orders who are already compliant, did their due diligence and are producing great content. Oh, yeah, great content, great cannabis. So California, hopefully get your act together. I mean, right now they don't even have regulation on the lab testing that only starts in june why would you allow regulation of the of the lab testing to happen in the summertime when you guys legalize in the wintertime doesn't make any sense okay so if all you guys are waiting for regulation on cbd product not cbd uh tat legalization products just stay tuned it's coming now in other news it looks like FDA is wants to get your opinion on whether you think the classification of cannabis should change or what are the dangers with other drugs. So basically they're inquiring about all drugs, right? But I guarantee you they're going to get the most comments 
about cannabis. So you're going to talk about the rescheduling of CBD. You're going to talk about the rescheduling of cannabis. You're going to talk about the dangers, the benefits, what's your stories with it, right? And basically, you just want you to leave your comments online. I mean, I had to link up on Instagram for some reason. A lot of people didn't get the link. They got the link, but it didn't load. So I don't know if that's either a bandwidth issue or a link issue. I don't know. I mean, obviously, the FDA is getting so many inquiries. They're not going to be working as fast. That's, that's, that's how I want to leave, at least. That's a positive you know, mindset. They're getting so many requests to reschedule cannabis that their website is not working to par. So, yeah, hopefully California gets their act together, man. I mean, California just allowed a couple of licenses for social use weed in West Hollywood. You know, and... That's a good start, you know, and the thing about it is a lot of people don't like the fact that obviously California is filled with many, many wealthy individuals. And of course, they're going to jump into the cannabis space and are going to be the leaders of cannabis in this country, in my opinion. Uh, California just made for weed, in my opinion. I mean, it's, it's, it's very laid back. The temperature is 70. It's all cool, man. It's all cool. So it's super chill. And weed is the chillest thing ever. And I think California is going to have the biggest marketplace, you know, the highest tax rate. That I mean, I, I, honestly, their taxes don't even need to be that high because they have so many people in California. You know what I'm saying? Like they make so much money from taxes. They don't need to raise it up to 35 percent to get the amount of money that's allocated. They're going to get more money than Colorado has and Vegas have put together because their state's so large. But. I digress. It's just three months. Nevada was shaky too. Remember in the summertime, Nevada legalized cannabis and it looked like there was a state of emergency. They had to get their weed flown in from different places. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So they're like they're like the teenagers, right? Teenagers are pretty rough. I was a teenager not too long ago and I know I was probably a doozy on not only my parents but teachers and every other adult around me. And likewise with other teenagers. So as California leaves its teenage stage and matures into a nice young adult, we'll see things start to smooth over. We'll see it start to make better decisions. And you know, <laughs> start to pay its bills on time. But anyway, that's it for California. We have a bit more coming up. So Coachella is around the corner. Looks like California is dominating this podcast. Coachella is right around the corner, which means that you're going to have concert goers from all over the state fly in, put their flowers on their head, get their light up gloves, get their fist bump going. I mean, I've been going to Coachella before, as you can tell, but I hear it is amazing. I hear it's it's great. It's an experience. And with that experience, a lot of people want to experience many different things outside of just the music and dancing. So California legalized cannabis in January, and we previously reported this, but we're going to redo it because Coachella is upon us now. California, or not California, Coachella has banned cannabis during its concerts. So all dates are going to be banned. However, there's a lot of uproar because of it. So what they did was they created an event called Get Lit, which is nearby in Coachella, where they're going to allow cannabis to be smoked inside and you know the building already is fortified with you know whatever vents it needs so that smoke doesn't leak out of the infrastructure because that's a big deal the politicians of the county do not want you know the weed town to smell like weed weeks after <laughs> the, the concert's over i don't think I don't, I don't i don't know how much weed they think they're burning down i mean i know california has forest fires we're not burning a forest of weed here anyway 
if you're interested about this, you can find this on High Times. We made a post on Instagram, Adam International. You can read there. You can Google and go, go on Coachella.com, actually. And I believe they mentioned the Get Lit event over there. So you can eat your edibles, smoke your vapes, do what you want to do, and enjoy yourself. So people are saying, listen, what's the point of going to a concert without smoking weed? And other people are saying, you don't need a weed to enjoy a concert it's a concert you're there to dance and enjoy the music you're there to enjoy the artists and enjoy the people you're around but i mean it's 50 50 we are, there, there are large arguments going on on instagram i mean i gotta say some of it is terrible i told one of you guys to behave yourself it made me laugh but you guys should always be <laughs> remain peaceful you know coachella is really a peaceful event it's about the love of music you know the love of just having fun so Hopefully you guys are safe out there in Coachella. You know, hopefully security is bumped up. We would hate to hear another Las Vegas event. Don't mean to put that energy out there in the world, but let's be honest, folks. It's 2018. We don't know what crazy kook or coot or whatever you want to call crazy people are out here in the streets wanting to cause damage. So hopefully everybody's safe. If you, I mean, honestly, it's not going to stop anybody from bringing weed. You know, back to the conversation. People are always going to be smoking at concerts, even though it's banned. I mean, Wiz Khalifa will perform in a place where weed is banned and throw out dime sacks of weed while flying over the crowd. You know what I'm saying? That happened at a Rolling Loud tour in Miami. So anyway, with that being said, this is Cannabis News Now. We have more coming up. Stay tuned. Lamar Kardashian Odom. That young man that used to play for the Miami Heat and the championship Lakers looks like he's jumping into the weed industry. Now, if you don't know, you're not an NBA follower like myself. Lamar Odom was a very versatile basketball player. I mean, very skilled. Today, we have many Lamar Odoms in the NBA, like words of KD and other big men who are tall, lanky, and can handle the ball like a guard. And that was Lamar Odom. However, somewhere along the line, Lamar Odom switched his addiction for candy i mean this guy had an addiction to candy okay he would come to every single game with a bag of candy like it was halloween in january and would eat up a whole bag of candy before the game so the amount of sugar that was going through this guy's system would you know obviously in his mind would help him with the game but in my medical opinion you know i have a biology background he released so much dopamine every single time he filled up on a bag of candy. It was no question that he was going to have an addiction to another substance. You know, of course, Lamar Odom said that he, you know, thanks weed for him getting over his cocaine addiction. But let's be real. Lamar Odom, much due respect, you know, no disrespect. But you're probably freebasing. You know, you're probably doing crack. And unfortunately, I don't understand because I would never I, I can never understand someone else's, you know, life and what they've gone through or cause them to be there. But who knows what it is maybe in the wrong environment but he being addicted is is a very very detrimental thing to someone's life especially an nba player at that 